I am live. I'm just going to watch for a second. It is Monday, by the way, guys. It's Monday, May 4th, 2020. Did Jesse turn this down for me? <laughs> he turned it a little too far down. And we're going to get ready for a show, but we're just going to stream for a sec. Make well, I see that I'm on YouTube, DLive, Periscope, Mixer, and Facebook. And Twitch is connecting. All right? Very nice. Appreciate you guys joining. And you can call in 888-775-3773. I have quite a show for you. Get ready. And thank shout out to Asmodor for hosting the Jesse Lee Peterson show, followed by the Hague Report. Thank you, man. That's cool. And so same with Dark Side of the Bear. What? That's cool. I may be going on her show soon. Scheduled tentatively scheduled for tomorrow. So that's cool. Tomorrow afternoon, evening. But now I am on Twitch too. Twitch.tv slash the Hague Report. Shout out to Jib Jab for joining me there. That's cool. Let's get ready for the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. So, what's up, guys? It's restarting. What a mess. I am back on Periscope. Sorry about that, guys. I am back on YouTube, and I'm back on DLive, and I'm back on Mixer, and I'm back on Facebook, and working on getting back on Twitch. What a mess. I forgot that this happens. Because it hasn't happened in a few days now. It didn't happen on Sunday. And it didn't happen on uh, on Friday. <laughs> Next time we'll wait three to five minutes after <laughs> before we do anything. We'll just chit chat with you guys. Man, what is going on? Oh well, let Bill know. Where's Bill? <laughs> Remember that one time I was all glitchy. You couldn't barely, like barely see me. I'm talking to the video viewers. Um, if you're listening on podcast, Bill has been looking into it. Yeah. But so far, no, no, no lasting solutions. What a mess. Fortunately, I don't think that it's happened to the Jesse Lee Peterson show. So maybe it's just me. Computer gets tired of me by the, by that, by this point. Sorry about that, guys. So anyways, there was a brief interruption and I was commenting. I don't know if you... I don't know what what point it cut out. The end of the Jesse Lee, the end of the intro music by Trevor Wesley. Thank you for the compliments on the T-shirt. I'm wearing my Las Vegas T-shirt. Very nice T-shirt. So, anyways, fat Black Lives Matter. I didn't get to this yesterday. I ran out of time. And in fact, I I blanked on it. But I have this tweet from. So-called, no, he's not a so-called journalist. He's an independent journalist. Andy No. I'm so used to saying so-called journalist, right? Andy No, Asian guy. He's kind of, honestly, kind of liberal, but he tries to be fair, right? And for that, Antifa attacks him. Uh, he quotes this woman, this black f- female, who's a professor at a university, whom I've invited on the Jesse Lee Peterson show back when I was producer. I used to follow her on Tumblr when I had a Tumblr. Tumblr is a liberal platform. Really disgusting platform, honestly. But um, this woman, she goes by Professor Crunk on social media. And Crunk just means like wild party, or it used to mean that, something like that. But her real name is Brittany Cooper, and she's been covered before by the Jesse Lee Peterson show for saying, tying black female obesity, meaning fatness, to Trump's policies and to racism, just to, by the way. And she appears regularly on MSLSD. <laughs> She's nasty in more ways than one, says Joel. And he would know. He's objective. But she says, quote, F, as in the F word, F, each and every Trump supporter, 
You all, you all absolutely did this. You are to blame. And she got 3,000 likes on this tweet. <laughs> she said, I am, she has this big long Twitter thread, right? This woman is a Rutgers University's women's studies scholar, according to journalist Andy No. She says Trump supporters are to blame for the number of blacks who have died as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. And she's all mad because Trump supporters and sane people want to reopen the economy, reopen businesses. And this is her. She's wearing a T-shirt. Looks like it's pink or white. And it says Black Femme Power. And she's apparently on a stage sitting on a, on a panel. A speaking panel. And Andy No shares these photos of her. And a campus reform article about this professor, Brittany Cooper. And uh, at the end of this long Twitter rant, there's a, I think it's this tweet number four or three or I don't remember. Black, oh yeah, here it is. Black Lives Matter. Black lies with lives. I, I keep on saying lies, right? Because that, that's all they're about. Black lives with hypertension, diabetes, and asthma matter. Fat black lives matter. All black lives matter. She tweeted this last week, April 28th. So almost 4,000 4, likes. A lot of dumb retweets. So, uh, over the years, like I said, I'd invited her on, but never got a response. Let me just explain to you, let me just read over, if you don't mind, or even if you do mind, her, that it is black people who are dying disproportionately from COVID. She thinks, oh man, well stream is back, right? Is stream back? Let me check Okay. I think we're back online, guys. So start over from the, the beginning of... Okay. I was telling you about this... I guess... I guess Restream doesn't want me to cover this story. <laughs> but I'm not going to skip it. What a mess. Sorry, guys. We cut off again briefly there. Thanks for the heads up, Joel. Appreciate that. So, uh... This Brittany Cooper one, woman, Professor Crunk on Twitter. Uh... Don't troll her unless you want to get banned from Twitter. <laughs> they always side with the black female, the evil black female, right? Um, she says, quote, these, this is her long Twitter rant leading up to her saying, F Trump supporters, right? Every Trump supporter. I feel like most black people are clear that this utterly absurd push to reopen the country, she thinks it's absurd, right? Is all about a gross necropolitical calculation. Necro, I mean death, I guess. Death politics calculation that it is black people who are dying disproportionately from COVID. She's that obsessed with white people that she thinks the white people are that obsessed with blacks. Not only do white conservatives not care about black life, that's what she claims, isn't that silly, huh? But my most cynical negative read of the white supremacists among them is that they welcome this massive winnowing of black folks in order to slow demographic shifts and shore up political power. Blacks are not the ones who are replacing whites. FYI, crunk. What a mess, huh? So she says, earlier this week, I watched, I watched, I put the H in watched. <laughs> I watched a white high school classmate defending Trump. She's not in high school. Defending Trump on the disinfectant BS. Bogus speech. And, I re and that's a reference to when Trump talked about disinfectants. Having disinfectants, maybe, being put in your body. And there are disinfectants that can be put in the body, by the way. Just FYI. And then she said, and I realized again that, th that for his supporters, realizing just how wrong they were about this man and the depths of his idiocy and depravity, she's calling him depraved, she's calling Trump depraved, is akin to an existential crisis for them. And she got 2.7 thousand likes on that dumb tweet. And then she goes on. They're literally willing to die for this Oh, I forgot to I forgot to black it out. Sorry, kids. For this cluster blanked F-worded COVID response rather than admit that 
absolutely anybody other than him would have been a better president, she claims. <laughs> and when whiteness has a death wish, we are all in for a serious problem, she says. Black people did not vote for this dude in any appreciable numbers. Black men voted for him at 15%, and they are dying the most. So she's happy that black men are dying for voting for Trump. No black person deserves this, and a black woman knew it would be absolutely awful for him to be president. And we now all live in, in daily fear. That's her saying this. I am saying some obvious things, she says this morning. These things are obvious to her. <laughs> I guess Satan is obvious to the liberals. Um, because as a country, we are too good at skipping over the audience, and we might as well say this to people as often as we can. F! Oh, I forgot to black, black that part out, too. Each and every Trump supporter, you all absolutely did this. You are to blame. And then she's all, black lives matter, black lives with hypertension, dis diabetes, and asthma matter. Fat black lives matter, all black lives matter. Anyways, that's Brittany Cooper. Nice lady, huh? Excuse me. <clears throat> I should have, I should have muted that. Anyways, uh, not, she's not a nice lady. I bet you she's very ingratiating, though with the people at MSNBC. But that's a disgusting person. Shout out to Asmodor for the gifting subscriptions. Thank you to Asmodor with the diamond saying she lacks the power to exercise. Black power. I think all the I think the men are the only ones. <laughs> no, I don't know. There's some there's some fit black women, right? Uh, they're just not the academics. Hot computer smell gave a diamond and said, Brittany needs to focus on Weight Watchers instead. That's your white supremacy talking. Hot computer smell? <laughs> uh, Dark Side of the Bear What says, she, she's so, man, I'm, you guys are so vicious. No, I'm kidding. She's so fat, she broke the stream. Fat, black, lesbians. Is she that? Is she that too? Is she a LGBTQIA plus plus? I don't know. XL? Shout, uh, shout out to Bubs, get a job, Shaggy, and hot computer smell, says Dark Side of the Bear. What? Nice. Shaggy Boy says, James, please shout out, get a job. Nice. Get the sticker. Get a job and get the sticker. Get a job so you can pay for it. More subscriptions. Appreciate that, Asmador, man. Um, Dark Side of the Bear, what? Says, shout out to Brandon M., and the Barely News Crew, B-E-A-R-L-Y. Barely. As in the bears, I think. So, isn't that nice? I have some, I have a clip that I'm going to want to play. About these snitches being exposed. Disgusting snitches, by the way. Oh, by the way, let me read uh, the YouTube Super Chats. Oh, there were some on Friday that I forgot to get to. I'm going to try to locate those, all right, guys? But Tabor, or Tabor, oh, man, I keep on blanking on it, man. You give me super chats and support every day that I stream, and I always forget your name. I'm going to have to hear your voice. You're going to call in, maybe, if you can. Tabor, or Tabor, J. Eaton says, I deliver food in Massachusetts. Good to know that you're in the States and then can call and not be international. Markets have mandated a forehead temp scan, temperature scan, prior to entering the building. My inner know-that-you-know alarm is ringing like 90 going north, north for the whites. Do I forfeit rights in order to keep my job? What would you do? Yeah, I would definitely forfeit rights to keep your job. I was going to tell you guys in Hake News, but I didn't get to it yet. And then I will get to your calls. Appreciate you guys. Uh... On hold, 888-775-3773. That, Drudge reports, Uber, any of you Uber drivers out there? I know there is a few. Is going to try to make sure that you're wearing a mask. Maybe they have some type of technology, right? Facial recognition, right? So heads up. Make sure you're following their rules if you want to keep your job. Don't try to be uh, 
all independent. <laughs> Thinking that you're like Jesse. Um, you can do that on your own time, but not on the company's time. If the company makes you do it, go ahead and do it. That's my take. But do what you want, of course. If you want to stand for your rights, you definitely can. Some people stand for their rights, causes a big story, and it brings attention to the fact that our rights are being taken away. A lot of people who had, were forced to bake gay cakes and make gay flower arrangements, homosexual as in, have, had to, have done that. They've refused, and then they've gotten busted by the oppressive liberal leftist governments. That uh, authoritarians, as uh, which is a word that Bernie Sanders claims is what he doesn't want to do. But yes, they are so-called authoritarians. And they say Trump is? Please. Trump is nice compared to them. Jib Jab says, wait for it. Oh, what the heck? Oh, no. False alarm. Um, Jib Jab says, we, we good to, we good for takeoff. It's hard to read Ebonics, man. I don't know if that's Ebonics. And King Alpha Nerd says, wake and hake. Thank you, guys. So, Paramedic says, shout out to Asmodor, Andrew, to Hake and JLP crew. Nice. And Dark Side of the Bear What says, Can you say Satan is your daddy? Keck. And that's 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 alt right for LOL, right? <laughs> I could be wrong. That's 4chan for LOL. Laugh out loud. Or lots of laughs if you're calling Flaherty, right? So let me before I get to the calls, hang tight callers. I want to play this clip for you and show you some pictures. Is it wrong to dox snitches? I was telling you guys in Hake News at the end of hour two, a couple of stories that I want to touch on here. So Drudge reports, snitch hotline exposed. It's an article in Daily Mail, quoting from local news KSDK out of St. Louis County, Missouri area. I quoted in end of hour two today. I have this clip from KSDK. Sure. Uh, but first, personal information from 900-plus St. Louisans, tipsters, exposed on social media. It's about a three-minute clip. Hang tight with me. And if, if you're ready for it, let's go ahead and, uh, let's go ahead and play, play clip 11 on this story. It's the local news. Well, hundreds of St. Louis County residents answered the call, reporting businesses for failing to comply with stay-at-home orders. Those whistleblowers thought they were keeping people safe, but it backfired when all of their information ended up on social media. The I-Team's PJ Randawa uncovers how that information got out and the motivation behind it. We must stay in our homes. It started with a call <laughs> to action from St. Louis County leaders. Stay away from others. Asking Look at that. the public Sign language. to report businesses that are not complying with the state home order. Shameful. Doing what's right doesn't always get rewarded. Patricia has right. lupus, and two other people in her house have autoimmune issues, too. We don't have the strength to fight this. So she had no problem reporting businesses she thought were being reckless. Parking lots filled as if the order, Messy. Um, you know, didn't, didn't matter to them, and that was kind of frustrating. Patricia and more than 900 other people sent their complaints through the county's website or by email. You can almost hear the desperation in some of these emails. <laughs> Employees pleading for anonymity. After all, in some cases, they were reporting their own bosses to the county. A disclaimer on the website warned them the tips they submitted could become public. But uh. Patricia never expected them to end up on Facebook, posted with the headline, quote, Here you go, the gallery of snitches, busybodies, and employees who nice. rat out their own neighbors and employers over the pandemic. The information includes names, phone numbers of nearly all the tipsters. Now, I'm not only worried about COVID, now I'm worried about somebody showing up at my door or showing up at my workplace or me getting fired for doing what is right. The I-Team learned St. Louis County released the information as part of the Sunshine Request. 
Do you think the county should have redacted this information before they released it, like blacked out the names and, and of information? Of course they should. What did you get out of sharing the information on who did it? In a statement, the county told us they released the information after consulting with Missouri's attorney general. He advised them all the information was public and should not be redacted. It's asinine and I have to question whoever shared that list. What were your motives? We wanted to know too. We tracked down Jared Toch, who posted the list on social media. He declined an interview, but in a message called it, quote, poetic justice, hoping to discourage people from snitching on county businesses. He admits making the information public could cost some of the tipsters their jobs. The tips led to 29 local businesses being issued violation letters. Patricia feels she did the right thing, but would not do it again. So when there is uh, something that happens the next time, I'm not going to feel uh, safe or protected enough to call the local authority. This woman. And you, whose side do you think that the local media is on based on what you just saw and listened to? Seems to me that uh, they're on the side of the snitchers. Isn't it interesting they're talking about these snitches who, uh, who may be losing their jobs because it turned out they were not faithful to their employers? They tried to snitch on their employers? What about, the, what about these businesses that are losing their businesses? That require that gives many more jobs. Many more jobs are being lost as a, as a result of these snitches. Twenty nine businesses were so called reprimanded, right? And a lot of these businesses are closing and dying because they're being forced to be shut down. Do you think that it was wrong though to be like spreading that stuff on social media? It seemed like this guy was calling it karma. He called it what instant karma. It was basically revenge. And, uh, you know, people are getting nasty. I felt that it's kind of nasty. I don't know. Poetic justice. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Would it be, would you, have, would you have done it? I don't know if I would. But it is a mess. It's, it's just mess. It's just messy. Reminds me of, like... Um, affirmative action, how affirmative action is so-called meant to help the blacks and, and people. Who, they need help. They need a little leg up because they didn't have all these opportunities that the whites had. And then it just backfires on them because what happens? Everybody thinks they just got in on social media. I mean, on social media, on affirmative action. And it just causes more resentment and suspicion amongst the people. And backlash and revenge and all this kind of mess amongst the people. That's what you get with the, these messy liberals meddling like females, like helicopter mothers over you. And this woman, I don't know. She thought that she was doing what's right. You think she's doing what's right? And this guy who, this guy who shared this information... All these people who snitched. He was a... Show the pictures. He was... He's like an, a pro-constitution type of a guy. And that's fine. Right on. Snitches picks. Snitches picks. Jared Toch. And he's like wearing a cowboy hat and all that stuff. Just show these picks in general, Joel. Um, he uploaded the whole, like, PDF. He's like, here you go, the gallery of snitches, busybodies, and employees who rat on their own neighbors and employers over the pandemic. And some of them do go too far. A ton of them do. Females in general are way more worried about this than males. Males are dying more. Interesting. But, uh, the females are, I would venture to say, over-worried. He, he says, it's all public record. You can make the uh, sunshine request. FOIA, Freedom of Information Act, I think. 
Oh, it's Sunshine Law. Same idea, though. And so he has like this, we the people, constitution, liberty or chains, um, picture on his Facebook profile. <laughs> Looks like a kind of an interesting person. But look at all these people like, please respect my privacy by not naming me. What about the privacy of these private businesses that have a right to conduct their businesses privately without the public meddling in on them? It's between the customers and the, and the uh, guy. The customers, the employees, and the employer. It's all just between them. The, the government doesn't have, local government doesn't ha should not have a say. Doesn't seem like to me. But all these people wish to remain anonymous. What about the businesses? Don't they get to, where's their allowance to conduct business? What a mess. Had to be a black woman thinking that she's, oh, they have, of course they promote this black woman. I'm sure there's been white snitches too. White females uh, like to do this mess too. And female-minded liberal males too, of course. But look at this, St. Louis County, Missouri tweet. If non-essential businesses, which is a misnomer, that's such a, that's such a propaganda word, non-essential businesses, are continuing operations, please report violations by email citycouncilcovid19 at stlouisco.com or online. What an evil guy. And look at it's, And it's a white, it's like a male who's saying this. And he, of course, you could see him in the clip and the beginning of that clip that I just showed you. Him talking and the ridiculous sign language person doing the ridiculous sign language, making him look like the fool that he is. <laughs> I don't know if that's mean to say. Uh, in the Bible, it says, um, Jesus said something like, if you say to your brother, Raka, you're answerable before the Sanhedrin or something like that. I don't know what Raka means. But then he said, if you say, you fool, you're in danger of the fires of hell. And it's, I think it's really in part because you're angry at your brother. So I call him a fool. I better be careful. Uh, but, like, all, all of this is an example of that spreading of anger, and that's all that these women and female-minded males like this guy, St. Louis County Commissioner, I guess he is what he was, telling people to snitch on so-called non-essential businesses. Such a pain. St. Louis has enough problems even conducting business. They're right next door to Ferguson, Missouri, and the, remember the riots in Ferguson? You may not remember, but there were riots in Ferguson, Missouri, when former officer Darren Wilson, who should to this day be an officer, honestly, was rightfully uh, not charged by the grand jury in the death of Michael Brown, who attacked him, according to what the evidence seemed to show, even including from the far-left, black, evil, gun-grabbing Eric Holder, who was involved in that case, because the DOJ wanted to meddle. Stupid black female-minded liberals. This is, was under the Obama administration. And the blacks rioted because the liberal media gave credence, and so did Obama, president at the time, gave credence to, um, to the false idea that bl blacks are getting targeted by cops. Dumb. And this uh, Michael Brown guy was a criminal. The gentle giant, though. And they rioted, and that, those riots did spill over. There were some crazy crimes happening in St. Louis, neighboring St. Louis, neighboring to Ferguson. And so businesses have trouble in high-crime areas. St. Louis is a high-crime, high-black area, right? And this woman thinks that she's doing what's right. I don't know. I don't think so. But was that guy doing what's right by exposing these snitchers? Maybe. Not really sure. We'll see what Facebook does to him, right? If it goes wild enough. You know, these, for example, this um, black, supposedly conservative woman, young woman, uh, she married that white guy who's British or whatever, um, Candace Owens, she encouraged people to flout the uh, so-called guidelines and go back to work, open up businesses again, something like that. And Twitter, of course, siding on the side of 
the far-left liberal narrative shuts her down because supposedly maybe it's endangering lives or something. Reminds me of what they did to Lauren Southern. Lauren Southern being a, a conservative type of a journalist woman who went on a boat way over overseas, right? Trying to catch or catch footage of, at least, and show, help, just basically help over there with the refugee crisis. Refugees sneaking in, so-called refugees, really illegals, I should say, trying to sneak into different European countries, Greece or somewhere, I don't know, Italy, I don't know. But she fired a flare or something like that, and therefore these refugees were going to get caught, and supposedly that was going to put lives in danger, and so the liberal Patreon shut her down. And the guy's like, the guy who started Patreon, he's a smart guy, but he's a liberal. (laughs) He's like, it wasn't politically motivated, and he has like this girly voice. It was about lives being, being, uh put in danger. Fake. That is, that is your f- false morality of politics. Because that's not li- Lives are being put in danger by illegals coming into the country. Not by be- being caught. Because that's all she did. Help them get caught, I guess. I don't know. I don't even remember the story exactly. But it was, it was basically this fake liberal morality of, oh, these protesters who are not socially distancing, deserve to die. We shouldn't even help them. That's what the liberals are saying on, you know, the dumb people on Twitter are saying. Vicious people. They're not, they don't, it shows you that they don't really care about the lives that they're pretending to go on about. Anyways, um, I'm going to get to these Washington Post so-called reporters. Some pictures of them just so you can see they're going after Trump. And so I just want to show you what the people are that are, uh, what they look like <laughs> that are going after Trump, just because I like to know a little bit about the people that are writing this nasty stuff about Trump, trying to cast him as not compassionate, very little compassion for the people who've lost their jobs, as if the liberal media cares about pe- jobs and lives. They love this stuff. Um, but first, let me get to some calls. Thomas out of Texas. Thomas, what's up? Hey, what's up, James? Hey, good to hear from you. Good to hear from you too, man. Hey, I don't know if you were listening to uh, the end of Jesse's show, but basically there was a woman on there who was, she was pretty much telling Jesse, you know, is it okay to have sex (laughs) when you're committed to the person but you're not married? Right. And um, I, was, I, I, was listening, I was listening to that. I don't know if you heard that. Did you hear that? I heard bits of it. She was referring to it as something else, like Boom Boom or Boo Boo or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that, that girl. Not to be confused <laughs> with other uses of that term. Yeah. But uh, anyways, I, I was going to ask you what you think about getting married but without a marriage license. You do everything the same except there's no marriage license. What do you think about that? Uh, I think of that as being kind of following that, that libertarian stuff, that anti-government stuff. Yeah. I think of it yeah. as, I think of it as that. I understand why some would want to do that because the laws are against you if you went, the laws are against the men once the men get married. I understand yeah, absolutely. it, but, uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm not for that. My initial reaction is I'm not for that though. Even still, well, you shouldn't. You sure shouldn't. You know. If you're that, if you're that concerned, you shouldn't even get married in the first place. Stay away from that woman. <laughs> shows you don't. <laughs> shows you don't. Yeah, uh, I agree with really that. Actually, I agree with that. And I, I was gonna say, you know, if you you want to go down that route, you better be sure, like, hundred percent, that's the person that you want to, you yeah. know, spend the rest of your life with. But uh, anyhow, I was gonna ask you, you know, if you knew some of the things that were in a marriage license, like. Um, Basically, like when you when you get a marriage license, you are you're signing a, a contract with the state that's it's giving. Like you said, it's very libertarian. So that's the reason I know this. I used to be a real libertarian type thinker, and yeah, I, and a lot a lot. That was definitely when I was younger. But this this still sticks with me. But basically, you're you're 
you're giving the state, um, you're you're basically saying that they own all the property between you guys. And also that even involves when you have children, you have born fruit is what they call it. It's actually, this is actually what they call it. Born so fruit? They act, yes. They but they own your property fruit. anyways. Honestly. But they also, if, yeah, exactly. But it, when you when you sign this contract, it says anything that you bring in to, like say if you bring in kids into the marriage, that the state has, uh, ownership over your children. Uh, you got to send me the info, man. Send me that info. Yeah, I'll look into yeah, it. Yeah, I will. Yeah. And but basically, basically, it's saying that they because I don't have, necessarily buy that. You don't have, you don't have ownership over your children. You only have ownership of them as long as you're under good behavior. This is actually what it, what it says in, in the marriage uh, in the in the contract. What state are you referring to? Texas. Um, well, I know, I, I think that's nationwide, man. But these are issued yeah. by states, individual states. So every state has that language. Send it to me. I, Send me the info, I, man. Okay, yeah, just let me, let me know. Uh, because we, we, this is partly why we need to, to bring back, like, sanity and have people be yeah. examples of sanity uh, right. in leadership. I've noticed that California, right. there's, I know a few conservatives in California just regular people who are who are decent but I don't know yeah. any you know as far as the California Republican Party I just think of them as being a bunch of rhinos I don't know if yeah. I know any decent California politicians there was one guy that Jesse Lee Peterson interviewed who was running against Pelosi I guess in San Fran who seemed like he would be a good guy, I don't know. It's hard to tell, because these people may talk well, but how do they do under pressure? They're disappointments right. oftentimes. Yeah, and most of them are neocons, or you know, neoconservatives. They're liberals. Like, exactly, and it's yeah. just, you know, this basically, like, it, the way I look at it is it's all, you know, the, the Democrats and the Republicans, it's all the same, you know? Unless you got a guy kind of like Trump, you know, he's coming in there, he doesn't really have a political background. It's really hard for these politicians to stay in power unless they, uh, you know, they, they side with the neocons and, you know, all the Pelosi people. They've been in there for, you know, they've been in there forever. Yeah. And that's because they uh, they give in to but a, a lot of these. They've overse- yeah, they've overseen the, the uh, endless decline of the morality of the country. And you right. have these these female-minded meddling people, these like these uh, Hillary Clintons who think that it takes the so-called village to raise a child. It's yeah, it's really yeah, evil. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. These people are, you know, they're they're they are insane. I mean, they're they're these people are crazy. Yeah. But and, and it's just crazy to me, and it brings back to the question, like, um, you know, do do you really want to? You basically, you're given over if 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 you have to you have to fight you have to fight for what's right. I don't think that you just can disengage though. So right, I see well, that as disengaging. Is, I agree with you know. I think people. Sh- I agree with the, the whole marriage. You know, like I, I yeah. think marriage is a good thing. I just don't understand why you have to bring the state into it. You know what I mean? And that's why I was asking you because you know you guys are you know in, encouraging we need people to, fill to get married the, and we need for to all fill the right the, reasons. We need to fill the state with the right people, man. Exactly. Have you? How old are you? Uh, I'm 22. Okay. You gonna run for office? <laughs> no, nah, man. I don't. I don't know. I think know. that the my problem with the people that run for office, a lot of them, is they aim too high. All these people ha- that haven't haven't even held office before. I mean, and they have no. They're just young and conservative, and have the so-called right opinions. But they have yeah. no experience leading stuff. They haven't. Right. Many of them haven't even run a business. Some of them just right. run for, oh, I'm going to take down Maxine Waters, or oh, I'm going to yeah, take down yeah. Nancy Pelosi. To they me, that's for, very cringy. For, uh, it's cringe-inducing. Yeah, run liberal arts and uh, not liberal arts, but uh, political science. And we need to bring know, that stuff. Experience in life. We need to bring back uh, local sanity because there's a whole lot of local insanity happening. So, yeah, thanks, absolutely. man. I, mean, I even appreciate in it. Stuff. 
Take care, Thomas. Good to hear from you, man. All right. All right, man. All right. Let me get to Eric with a K out of Los Angeles, California. Eric, thanks for calling, man. What's up? Hola. Hey. <laughs> Buenos dias. Buenos, hey, Buenos um, dias. I wanted to speak about the snitch. Yeah, what do you think of that? Uh, well, snitch is a bad word, right? Yeah. Here are some synonyms for snitch. <laughs> Snitcher, rat, betrayer, squealer, sneak, fink, stoolie, canary, informer, blabber, sneaker, stool pigeon. <laughs> not good. Yeah. Those are not good words. But there's, you know, there's a time when people should snitch when a murder has been committed. You know, there's this big no-snitch culture, and there's, I understand there's a lot of intimidation and threats against people's lives a lot, but there is this no-snitch culture, oh, we hate the cops. But this is, and there are times to snitch, right? Like the totally black, black crime is out of control because nobody but, snitches. But then if, it, if, there is a, if it's the right time, Partly. W I wouldn't say it's, I wouldn't call it snitching. I'd say right. it's like telling on someone, right? <laughs> yeah. I know it's so, Even kind that of like sounds the same kind thing, of... but right, if you go back to like the school days, let's say there's a bully, yeah, uh, and they're a danger to themselves and others, and you're just a little kid, right? Maybe they're <laughs> four years older than you, Yeah, and they've got a big gang, and they're terrorizing everyone, and they tell you, don't snitch. If you snitch, we're going to beat you up or whatever, right? Right. So actually, to then go to an adult and say, look, this is going on, that would be an act of bravery, right? Yeah. Because I remember living through that, and I didn't do it. Uh -huh. Nobody did it. And yeah. so the big kids just got away with whatever, right? Right. Yep. So, yeah, I totally agree with you. We need to, uh, there's a moment when you've got to speak up, but then the question is, what's the motivation, right? Yeah. How do you decide whether it's telling on someone or snitching on someone? What's the motivation? So the definition of, I found a definition of snitch where it said, um, usually with an intent to cause trouble. Oh, yeah. And uh, let's say this um, woman with the purple hair who's snitching on people, uh, supposedly with the motivation that she's afraid, right? Yeah. But fear is never a good reason to do anything. Right. And nor is anger. Good point. You're going to have a logical reason to be telling on people. Yeah. Otherwise, you're snitching. Otherwise, you're doing it for some emotional thing. Or, oh, yeah, the thing about, yeah, lots of anonymous people reporting on their bosses. Yeah. And then the black woman says, well, what could someone possibly have to gain by reporting on someone? <laughs> um, well, <laughs> you know, I don't like my boss, but I like their job. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Welcome to communism. Yep. It's so evil. It's so misguided. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that, Eric. That's nice. Likewise. Thanks, James. Keep up right. the good work, man. Take care. Speak to you soon. Bye. All right. Neocons, neocons, neocons says that's racist. Very true. Floshinsky says, my job is essential to me. Great point. Oh, uh, Shaggy Boy says, Satan is my daddy. Uh, Petcher, Petcher from Periscope gave a diamond and said, Hake for mayor of L.A. That's nice. Imagine that. <laughs> I don't know. First, I got to be uh, boss of the local. I think I got to go even, maybe even more local than that. Maybe. All right. I don't know if I would do that, but I would I would definitely cheer on anybody that I knew that was that was no Eric Garcetti who's increased the homelessness here or who's that guy that said you know he pretended that Democrats care about God that other mayor Antonio Villaraigosa he in fact his name used to be Villar Tony Villar I learned that from the local uh, radio people here but he got married and so and his his uh, wife's name was Regosa or something like that. So he's all, uh, instead of, he, he combined Villar with Regosa, Antonio Villaregoso, or Regosa, whatever. He was a joke. 
I think wasn't he caught partying with um that guy who caught HIV or AIDS recently? The guy from Two and a Half Men. So maybe he's like a fun guy, but <laughs> I don't know. Charlie, yeah, Charlie Sheen, who's Mex- Mexican, by the way. Real name is something totally different. I know his real last name is Estevez, right? Because he's brothers with Emilio Estevez or whatever. That's that's Villaraigosa. What a mess. So I just have to start slicking my hair back and rubbing elbows with the Mexicans and the other people. <laughs> what a mess. These people are a disgrace. Before I get back to calls, let me tell you guys about these Washington Post. Look at these Washington Post reporters, quote unquote. I have pics of these arrogant, far left, female minded, liberal Washington Post reporters. It's a uh, Wash Post reporters. Um, that's a picture of uh, the Asian woman, Lena H. Sun. She's in. She has a background in, uh, like, health. Yeah, I think she might have even been like a nurse or a doctor or something like that. Works for the Washington Compost. Asian, Lena H. Sun, out of Washington, D.C. That's a real bad sign. This guy, this guy's name, I think, is Robert Costa, or Costa. And he used to be pretty skinny, but he, he filled out. <laughs> Robert Costa is like a, another liberal reporter. Let me pull these up so I can see him. Uh, American journalist, Robert Costa. Costa. I wonder if he's, oh no, not to be confused with Jim Acosta. Age 34, by the way, this guy. Washington Post political analyst for MSNBC and NBC. Washington Week on PBS. (laughs) Schoolboy. That used to be like a a term. That used to be. (laughs) Anyways. He is weak. And then there's this this woman, this pretty lady. Yasmin Abutaleb. That's not a pretty last name, in my opinion. Not for America. She's a reporter for Washington Compost. Very new. Just joined in 2019. Covering Health and Human Services Department and all that mess. And then this guy. He better be careful. Avoid the COVID. He's young, but he's... Big. Josh. This is Josh Dossie. Attacking Trump. So-called journalist, White House reporter for Washington Post, political analyst for CNN. And then there's this guy, who is not to be confused with Josh, he's another big guy. Uh, Philip Rucker. This is Philip Rucker, a so-called reporter for Washington Post. Been working there since 2005. And he wrote a book called A Very Stable Genius, which is a reference to Trump calling himself a very stable genius. So that's Philip Rucker, and I doubt that he agrees with Trump that Trump is a very stable genius. He doesn't agree with the truth. These people are attacking the president, and they supposedly are have the inside story. It's a drudge-shared story on Trump's frantic push to reopen the country because Trump wants the country reopened. He knows what it's doing to people's lives. Like, like uh, what's his name said? Floshinsky said, my job was essential to me. People need to work. That's what made America great. It was the land of opportunity. And it, was, it used to be, from what I heard about America back in the day, in the good old days, it used to be a sink or swim world where people would come here as immigrants because it's the land of opportunity, start a business or whatever, work. But it was hard to to get on, to uh, live a comfortable life. You had to be, you had to work hard at it to be successful. And not just hard, but smart. In some cases, you just work smart and not hard. But it was, it was not, they, you weren't babied the way that most people are babied today and spoiled today. It used to be tough. But they don't, um, they want to baby people. 
And Trump knows that you work and you uh, have businesses and businesses are running. And that's what Trump wants to return to, running businesses, people running businesses. Not just the government pay, forking over $1,200 every so often to people. So, of course, he wants to reopen it. And, but they're saying this. Look at what they say. Uh, let me pull it up. That he has focused largely on... Um, what did they say? They said that he's focused more on his so-called re-election prospects regarding this, this virus thing. I don't know where they get this claim, but this is what they claim, that he's concerned more about his re-election than, than helping the country. That's the, what they're trying to imply. They, in, in attacking him, they quote this disgraced woman, Kathleen Sebelius. Kathleen Sebelius. If you're, if you're um, older than 20, let's say, you may remember this name, Kathleen Sebelius. Well, I'd say if you're over 30. <laughs> Maybe you weren't paying attention, right? Kathleen Sebelius is a former Kansas governor, which is ridiculous. Kansas. Pfft, makes me think much less of Kansas. Makes sense, actually, based on some of the people that I know from Kansas, some of the females. Um, and she was the so-called health secretary under the Obama administration. She's the one who oversaw the failed, and you may not be aware of this, an extremely expensive, problematic, full of glitches. Oh, thanks, Joel. He looked up a Kathleen Sebelius. Full of glitches Obamacare website. She couldn't even put a website together with billions of dollars, I think. Many millions, anyways. I think it might have been billions. And, um, by the way, about this Sebelius woman, looks like a feminist, is a feminist. Uh, according to NBC News back in 2013 when she was in her career, they pointed out that Sibelius led the HHS, Depart U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, in favor of a woman's so-called right to abortion, killing unborn babies, of course, in the womb. Sometimes delivering them out of the womb and then killing them, too, by the way. This woman trying to criticize Trump for allowing the states to make decisions? Look at her. Uh, to allowing the states to make decisions on how to handle things? And, of course, the Washington Post tried to um, put out this dumb video of Trump saying one thing and then seemingly contradicting himself and going back and forth. Just nitpicking. They're not, they don't care about these people uh, who are suffering from this disease or suffering from the shutdowns as a result of this disease. They're just attacking him. So this woman is, is pretending that Trump is not showing leadership. He's just dithering. Meanwhile, she couldn't even put a website together. What are you showing? <laughs> Why are her thumbs so long? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a sign of being evil. <laughs> it's genetic. No, I don't know. But um, this is, you know, Washington Post is owned, was purchased by Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, the book burner who banned the Confederate flag. Actually, I think they banned the Confederate flag before he bought Amazon. Oh, no, he started Amazon. My bad. Yeah. These are disgusting people, they, and they banned, hoaxed, and a bunch of other books, historical books, but they think, oh, no, they're pro-censorship. Um, they're kind of pro-European, uh, not nationalist, anti-nationalist, globalist socialism, and immorality. They're immoral people. So um, I told you that they hoped the number of deaths would be like 60,000. I mean, no more than that, right? The Trump administration. And now supposedly it's 67,000. And now I kind of understand what you guys are bringing up where somebody dies in a car crash or somebody uh, kills a male lady or there's a big fight over, oh, you're not wearing a mask and they fight and somebody gets killed. I don't know if that's happened yet. But people are getting heated, right? People are getting out of control. And they're counting these... Uh, collateral deaths as COVID deaths. And somebody dies from old age, that's COVID death. I'm even leery of the claim that my, uh, what's her name? Mrs. Gustafson, 
who died. I gave you a little tribute to her. Mrs. Gustafson was my kindergarten teacher. She supposedly died of this thing. And I'm not saying that it wouldn't have killed her if it got to her, but they're claiming that it got her. But I'm leery a bit because I don't know. I don't, I didn't see the test. And even if I saw the test, I wouldn't know what I was looking at, right? So we don't know, and they li- love to exploit our lack of knowledge. And so they could easily just lie to us about the n- numbers of those who've been killed by this thing. And it is a crazy thing, but they want to do, you, they'll use anything that they can. They'll use dead people and unemployed people as a weapon to bash President Trump. They um, quoted Rudy Giuliani, who is Trump's personal lawyer, the former New York City mayor back in the 9-11-2001 times, as saying, if you think about how he's handled it, referring to President Trump, he said, it is tough, it can be humbling. But this arrogant, like I called them arrogant, Washington Post, these reporters whom I showed to you, piece of his work, right? Uh, they claim that Trump managed to avoid revealing much humility. They wouldn't recognize humility. Trump is humble. They're not. They're the ones who are arrogant. And they also claim the president voiced little compassion for the tens of thousands who have lost their lives or the tens of millions who have lost their jobs. He's not your mama. He's not supposed to show so-called compassion. He's supposed to reopen the economy and let the states decide what they want to do in terms of so-called protecting the people, which, you know, I kind of wish that he would impose freedom and overrule the, um, the, some of these governors and mayors and city councils and people like this uh, South, um, St. Louis County people who love snitches. Snitches get rewards, right? That was what the mayor Garcetti said in Los Angeles. But Washington Post has no love for these so-called victims. In some cases, they are real victims but just as weapons to attack the the president with. Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, is involved, and they're attacking um, the administration for using economic-minded people who don't have any background in so-called infectious diseases or whatever. Of course you need economists involved. Duh! But they're, I don't know, they're being fake. I wish I could find that quote of stuff that they're, that they're claiming... Uh, but I'm running out of time. I, I, I'll find it for you and show it for you tomorrow, okay? <laughs> I was going to... If I had a producer, I'd tell that producer to make a note for me. <laughs> Will you make a note for me, Joel? Uh, let me get to art out of... Oh, I'm opening the treasure chest on DLive, guys. I got to get to two hours soon. But, you know, we're just having too many problems. I mean, it's funny because by the time we get rolling, we don't drop. Right? We haven't dropped after five minutes in. But Art out of Ohio. Art, hey, how you thanks doing? for holding. What's up? Good to hear from you. Always good to hear from me. My thing is this, man. So, it sounds like to me with this little COVID-19, they trying to, uh, they trying to blow it out of... They're they're definitely they ain't trying to they're blowing it out of proportion. I ain't saying that it ain't a COVID right. COVID nineteen out there, but it just seems like a a big old uh, democratic scam to go against the president of and course. to basically you no know, they basically suicide in the country. You see what I'm saying? They forcing our our economy into a suicide, and they basically so they don't like Donald Trump. And they don't like the American people like myself, who's now going to vote for Donald Trump in 2020. Now that they're seeing that people open their eyes up, now they're just trying to suicide everything. So just because you don't like my opinion, you feel like the whole, we should all go off the cliff? Yeah. Just because you don't like who I, I, I elected into the, uh, into the uh, into office? And I didn't even vote for Donald Trump the first first trip because I was undecided. I couldn't figure out who the dang old Antichrist uh, was <laughs> or whatnot. But it's sure enough easy to see now with not. Yep. Very true, man. And then, and then one more thing, uh, one more thing, hey, because I'm so glad to uh, be able to talk to you and have your time or whatnot, because I try not to 
get on your lawn and uh, be uh, waste not wasting your time, but taking up everybody else's time, to, uh, the other listeners or whatnot, and other people who want to call in. I got you, man. But so another thing, you know, it's like now I'm just sitting back and I'm watching. I'm starting to put everything together. America is running the same scheme that Venezuela ran with the food thing. Yeah, shortening our shorting our food up now and if, if the american people don't wake up and open their eyes up and all the evil people that they vote into office or whatnot you want the american people gonna have the same problem where it's gonna be a year from now we're gonna be opening up the stores and you're gonna be finding a whole bunch of food somewhere in arizona they're gonna be like well hold up this is all <laughs> yeah. the food we've been looking for yeah it reminds me of uh puerto rico what they did over yeah. there just corruption man. Yeah. i gotta run art appreciate your call very good points I- Take care, yes, man. Yes, sir. You have, good, you have a good evening. All right. So, you know, he mentioned uh, he mentioned um, this uh, Venezuela thing. Yeah, they're spoiling the people. There's that they don't even want to work. Some of them don't even want to go back to work because they're making more money not working than they are working. What a scam! Patrice O'Neill Groyper says, "Hey, there's no such thing as Judeo-Christian." He's <laughs> still stuck on that. Yell it. Call in to Jesse and tell him about it if you're mad about it. Uh, he says, burning books is based, but not the way Amazon does it. They uh, censor them. Never trust a thought, and they, they censor the truth. Never trust a thought, gave a diamond, and dark side of the bear what? Says, I'm a head with the lines. I'm a stick figure. Nice. Let me just double check here. Jib Jab gave a super chat and says, Mama Mia, hold your wallet, show. Thumbs up. Thank you, man. And congratulations to the D-Live uh, people. And shout out to Asmador, Dark Side of the Bear, Noah's Arkansas. Thank you guys for the support, as well as Patrice O'Neill Groyper, faithful supporter. Shaggy Boy, never trust a thought. Petra from the Periscope, that's racist. Floshinsky, paramedic. Thank you, guys. All right. We will see you tomorrow after the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. Make sure you're subscribed to Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel and check out Church Podcast. Maybe listen to it again after you've watched it live. Maybe you were in the live chat, distracted. Catch it again. You'll catch something that you missed, maybe. All right, guys. Take care.